Hello, everyone, everyone, and welcome back to uh, Icebox Pod episode number seven here today. Uh, excited to be bringing you yet another podcast episode. Uh, we're going to talk today some about the PSA regular service level opening up, some how maybe if we have time, we're going to talk about how we're using grading to flip nowadays slash just flipping in general. And of course, we have no better way to start than with a, a riveting discussion of the Steelers versus Lions game this past weekend, the matchup of both of our teams. Uh, Matt, how are we doing today? Doing good. That Steelers-Lions game was just a thrilling, thrilling game where I think a couple of players on both teams didn't really know the rules. Of, uh, uh, Najee oh, Harris God. didn't know the rules, unfortunately, which was a uh, sad uh, – <laughs> Uh, it was sad to see uh, from such a good player, but uh, yeah, it was. I mean, that overtime was just interceptions, fumbles, penalties, just like the complete bad side of football, just all in one overtime. I was convinced that the oh, first of all, the issue for the listeners who didn't know. So Najee Harris after the game said, "I didn't know you could tie." In the NFL is what he was quoted as saying in like a post game press. Uh, he said, I was ready to keep playing is what he said uh, when, in fact, the game was over. Uh, but uh, so that was disappointing. Uh, to see. I'm not actually sure how he didn't know that. Uh, you know, most common football fans know that. And obviously he is uh, more than the common football fan. But I was convinced that the referees were out to uh, re- have revenge on the Steelers after the Steelers. Uh, had an enormous amount of favorable calls in the game against the Bears the weekend before. Uh, actually, we played at night. I think we played a we might play Monday night or something. But yeah, uh, I would thought that they were out to get us because it seemed like you guys were getting some favorable calls. Uh, there were some <laughs> highly. Yeah. There was a suspect roughing the passer. Uh, there was a suspect which gave you a first down, I believe, when it, it would have been like yeah. a stalled out drive that led to a field goal attempt that would have been game-winning that you ultimately missed. Uh, there was a lot that went on. Yeah, it was a nice – well, of course, you know, you didn't have your starting kicker. It was an ugly game. Uh, there, it was a lot of rain that whole second half. You guys, like, yeah. I think threw the ball like five times after halftime. Yeah, Maybe I believe – Maybe not Goff, that little. but I, I believe Goff only threw the ball 19 times in regulation, which is yeah. very low. <laughs> Very and well. you also had your backup running back hurt. So uh, yeah. <laughs> so it was a one-man show. Yeah, it was a rough game. I I honestly just can't believe that they still have ties in the NFL. Yeah, the tie is a little disappointing. I, w- I, I guess you can't have the guys beating each other up for, for too long. I mean, it, the injuries yeah. were piling up a little, with, especially with the conditions. Steelers no. almost had their season ended uh, by uh, an injury to TJ Watt, which uh, would have been, yeah. I would have basically been ready to call it quits. Yeah, I think for overtime, I mean, I would be down for a two point conversion off. Mm-mm. Like that type no, of deal. No, no, that's terrible. Why would you want that? Well, I'd rather have that over a tie. I don't know. I, I, but- I have no desire to do the two point conversion off that I, did. I would, that would make me more mad. I think, I think I would rather like a, have the tie. And I what don't about like a field goal, 
field goal kickoff. No, that's stupid. It's like it's like putting it all down to like I already don't like the fact that the coin toss matters so much in overtime. Like a touchdown in the first possession. Yeah, I agree. This is like playing even more into like well, you could get lucky like on like once or twice, and then like you just get the win. I don't know. I'd rather have a tie than those. I I just feel like college football overtime rules are amazing. We'll have to see what the listeners think, but I just feel like a tie is honestly just anti-American and just has no <laughs> has no place in the United States at all. I would only in soccer. Yeah, I, there's just no reason to have even tie. hockey. Even the like, Canadians don't believe in the tie. Yeah, uh, like they tie settle it. Yeah, I could go for the. I could go for the college where you start them at the 25 and like, but I, I am not a believer in this two point conversion off business. Yeah, I would honestly, I'm not really a believer in the two point conversion off either. I'm just so anti tie that I would take anything. <laughs> I mean, the Steelers. I, yeah. I mean, at first I, I mean, I was obviously not pleased to tie the lions, but the tie is better than the loss. Like I will, uh, it, it, a loss would have really hurt. So yeah. I, I don't know. We should have won that game though. Uh, Mason Rudolph sucks. Uh, he is, I think, lower qual in the bottom tier of backup quarterbacks. So maybe you know more than me, but why is Haskins not playing? I think they hate Dwayne Haskins. Uh, he clearly is not being given a chance at all. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know if. I don't know if it's character issues or like what, because I know he's had some off the field trouble. And I think Mike yeah. Tomlin is decently tough about like keeping guys like in line in that regard. And I don't know, but yeah, I don't know as a, as a fan who wanted to win a game, I would have at least liked to have seen it tried because Mason Rudolph is very bad. Uh, and I've known everyone who's a Steelers fan knows how bad he is. Because right. 2019, Ben got hurt like week two and was out for the season. And I saw Mason Rudolph and I saw the backup who they pulled off the couch somewhere who, mm-hmm. when Mason Rudolph got hurt, uh, had to come in. And it's ugly. Mason Rudolph's very bad. So Ben better not be out from COVID again this weekend. Yeah, I would just love to watch. I don't know. Maybe Haskins sucks. And in practice, he isn't playing well. But I don't know. I just... I would like to see him give it a chance. Like I would definitely want to watch that game if he started. It would be intriguing uh, to me. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would like to have seen it too. Trust me, I would have liked to have seen it too. Uh, it would be very. I rip Dwayne Haskins card investors. By the way, yeah. I know card card collector too was out there talking before the season about how Dwayne Haskins that low risk, high reward play, uh, but you've realized at least all of the low risk because I think it's gone worse than what you possibly imagined. Cause I think everyone imagined he would at least get playing time if Ben got hurt or was out and that did not happen. So rip, rip to them. I almost bought some, but I guess I'm lucky I didn't. Yeah. I think, cause I think it's pretty much a given at this point that Ben gets hurt sometime throughout the year. Yeah. He he's been, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so I think that a lot of card investors were just like, the second Haskins gets an ounce starter, you know, 
you start selling and make a lot of money because there's it was not a bad idea to be perfectly fair no it's definitely not a bad idea it was like honestly a decent play that had i come across a good haskins card or to show or something like i would have considered but i think it was a very good play yeah yeah so play the odds both teams are terrible in conclusion Uh, that is correct you know the steelers I, I, I've always said I'm very pro Mike Tomlin because this team there is we are missing a lot of uh, what we need to be a better team. And uh, we are right now, I believe we are, what are we, five and three and one, I think. Hey, that's that's not bad when yeah. you look at when you look at the uh, what we've got. I mean, we are out our two best wide receivers right now. Uh, we have an O-line, which is short two people and also has a bunch of rookies on it. Uh, I think two of them got hurt against you. And then, okay, yeah, uh, it, it's not that good. The cornerback situation, atrocious. Uh, but uh, that's enough, yeah. I guess, of the Steelers. We and the Lions are both uh, bad. Yep. <laughs> anything, anything you're excited about sports-wise, cards-wise in the coming week? Our weeks. Um, I think. Well, Cade had a really good week. I know we talk about him a lot, but Cade had a really good week. So, but not going to spend too much time on that. Um, also, I finally, card wise, I finally tracked down a Curry, uh, twenty twelve silver. Oh, and got that. So that you was, got it. Excuse me, yeah. a twenty twelve silver Curry. Yeah, finally. I finally found one that wasn't way overpriced or like being shilled to the moon. So that was, it oh, was yeah, great. You get it at public sale, like on eBay? Yeah, I did get, get it on eBay, actually. And it was my second time bidding on it. Oh, it got shilled and then relisted? Yeah. Oh, I remember you told me once about this, I think, off the air. Wow, that's a so pair that up with that LeBron. Yeah, and the uh, Brady too. So Dang. I think I kind of have like the top three 2012 silvers. That's pretty nice. Wow, maybe that's Kobe, maybe Kobe would outsell, but I'm not sure. The Kobe's below the staff by a pretty decent amount, I think. Okay, I think. Yeah, I think I'm, you're right. I think I don't know the the PSA tens. Or maybe like a couple hundred bucks less. I don't know, but okay, yeah, that's that's a huge, huge pickup. Yeah, so that one's coming all the way from China. So I'm not sure how long that's gonna take, but I've had stuff from Spain that took like three, oh. two, three weeks. But that also was in, uh, and then I had one that took over a month. But that was uh, December of 2020. If you remember the state of the United States yeah. Postal Service in, yeah. uh, in December of 2020. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. Yeah. It's but, still pretty bad right now. Not as bad, but it's still I pretty- mean, nothing could be about as, as bad as it used to be. I mean, no. and that yeah. was atrocious. Yeah, that was rock bottom. <laughs> yeah. Can't get worse. So how about you? Any? Uh, I think the Grizzlies have been doing decent, right? Yeah. John Morant been pretty good. Grizzlies have been have been holding their own. I, I I'm very excited about the Grizzlies. 
they're uh, I they are I think on are objectively a worse like from a personnel standpoint than they were last year, but like we're still performing pretty well. Jaws playing really well. Uh, losing Valentin is sad, but I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, securing some tickets to watch the Steelers game in December. Uh, go to Steelers game, Steelers Titans. I'm excited. Excited about that. I uh, also want to see Connor McDavid in person. Uh, someday, someday. I've been. I watched like a little bit of Oilers hockey recently. It's nuts. Okay. But that's kind of what I've been. That's kind of what's been on my mind. I'm excited to go see my Steelers. Hopefully, they're still in the contention for the division at that point. So yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to. Okay. Yeah. I, so I think we were going to talk about the whole PSA reopening situation. I know you've got a card, possibly more that you're thinking about sending in depending on their price. I've got cards I'm thinking of sending in depending on the price and obviously the estimated wait time. Uh, oh, that's you, the big one. Yeah, that is the big one. Really? What do you think the, what do you expect like the price to come out at? Well, so what, so right now, Super Express and Express are open. Uh, yep. And I I believe, is it $200 and $150? Um, I feel pretty it's decent. Like $300 and like one, yeah, like $150, $160. I think the Express is the $150. And it takes like a month, I think. Yeah, I've got a couple cards in through KK Sports Cards right now. And he said it's three to six weeks on average. So, okay. Yeah, that. I'm seeing here on the group subber that I use charges 350 for Super, 170 for Express. I think regular could be in the 100 neighborhood. I bet they look to get it sitting at 100. That's what I imagined. And then maybe two to three months. I don't know. Okay. Two that's to three months for 100 bucks. Let's just say that's what it is. That is. That becomes very appealing to me. Then, see, that's where I would send if I could get clean copies. I mean, not uh, I want to send these McDavid OPG Platinum Rookie or like Rainbow, which is just the word for refractor. If I can get more of those, I'd send those at that service level. You'd have them back before the playoffs. Uh, obviously, I think for McDavid, the big boost is, you know, if he could get a cup, it'd be huge huge for his prices. Yeah. So you have them, you get them back surely before then, and you'd save a couple bucks. I don't necessarily need to have them in hand, you know, a month, two months faster. I'd rather save $50. It's stuff like that. I think it opens up the uh, ability to sub cards that are in the uh, four to 600 or 400 to $600 raw range, where I previously would have been a little hesitant uh, to even sub anything in that range at 150 a card. I'd feel much better at 100 for something in that range. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think we're on the same page about that. I think it probably is going to come at like 100. Um, I think maybe best case scenario, it could go down to like 80, but I don't really expect that. 80 would be pretty low. I don't think, I think yeah. they'd get killed if they edited 80. Yeah, I think that's like absolutely best case scenario. And I think worst case scenario, like I could even see it at like 110, 120 still, but I feel like they, at that point you might as well just pay for the faster turnaround. So I think really a hundred is the number that just kind of falls into place. 
Yeah, that, that seems reasonable to me. I, I mean, there's a lot of value to be had in a $100 PSA sub if it turned in three months. Like, yeah, that's, I don't know. There's a lot, a lot of value in that. Obviously, you still need to be picky. Uh, we are nowhere close to the days of, well, you know, could nine, could 10, or I mean, for like ultra modern or like for these like OPG platinums, for me, like could eight, could nine, like that's not good enough to be subbing at that, yeah. even at that hundred dollars. Like for those, I would consider a nine to be a very good and a 10 would be extreme, extremely good because it's just so condition sensitive. You still need to be picky. You still need to be confident that you can get a grade that can, you're not going to get totally torched because hundred dollars to get a subpar grade. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. It can kill you really fast. And I think that's really the important thing. Like you got to look over your own cards and you got to do things the right way or else you're going to get absolutely toasted at PSA. I mean, it's not that hard to be careful. I mean, yeah. you're spending a hundred dollars to have a card looked at and graded. You can spend 15 minutes or you don't even need 15 to do a very good job. Honestly, five minutes, five minutes might even oh, be yeah. too much. You could do an extremely <laughs> thorough job in two to three minutes, I think. Yeah, I agree. And that would be extremely thorough. And, and that yeah. you need to spend that time, though, because, I mean, this is how you get destroyed. If you're not going to spend that kind of time, then you need to be subbing with like SGC or someone where you're not going to get burned if it's a bad if it doesn't work out as well. But if you want to be sending for PSA, you need to be picky. And I, I don't know. I don't think it's that hard to be picky. Am I, am I wrong? Um, no, it's not. I think it, I mean, it takes a little more work than some people are willing to, to really do. But I mean, the re, like the reality is in cards, grading is like kind of where the money's at. As far as yeah. like, if you want to make like big money, like there's, because if you grade a card and get a 10, you can triple your money. But like, how often can you buy a card at one third of its value? Like, that's not very common at all. So I think grading is an important part of the hobby and becoming like good at it. If you want to make money is really important too. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Honestly, I, I condone the strategy. Uh, you, you, you don't, when you buy raw cards, you shouldn't be like, there's, yes, there's this massive potential if you can hit like a PSA 10 grade on something. When you buy cards, you gotta be expecting it to come in PSA 8 condition, I think on ultra modern. That's what raw card means to me. Or buying a raw card on eBay means it better be PSA 8 condition or better. And if it's a PSA 8 condition, on a, we're talking ultra modern. We're not talking like, I don't know. Like I just had like a 2001 Topps Chrome, like Albert Pujols comeback, a PSA 8. Like that, I don't know. You, you could be buying them online in PSA 7. You know what I mean? Like raw, yeah. like, and that would be acceptable because you would never expect to be finding one of PSA 9 or 10 in the wild, really. But yeah. you just got to be know what know that not every card's going to come to you perfect and you gotta and you can't be forcing stuff out the door to try to chase profits you know what i mean it's tempting it's tempting but you can't be chasing them i like i'll buy five of a card i'm buying up uh 
people don't don't beat me to them because I like to buy them uh, and they don't come up for cheap, cheap on eBay all the time. But I like these 2018 Upper Deck Canvas Connor McDavid's that have Sidney Crosby on them. It's like a kind of cool with both of them. I just buy a ton of them. When they come up for cheap, I buy it. It looks okay in the picture, nothing huge, buy it. And then if it's gradable, I grade it. And But, I, but I'm just going to amass a ton of them and I'm going to look them over. And that's where that's what I like to do with grading. Card you believe in and you buy them raw. And guess what? If it could grade a 10, that's awesome. Let's send that one. But let's not send those other four. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I think the question is going to be then, you know, what place do SG does SGC have? Or, I mean, I guess really, yeah, like HGA and stuff aren't doesn't really count to me. But like SGC, like if you get five cards and you send the one to PSA that you think can 10, does that mean what do you do with the other four? Does that mean SGC is still a possibility or do you just almost keep them raw? Because I'd almost be more tempted to keep them raw, but. And wait, and do you, are you waiting for PSA or are you just going to sell them raw? I mean, if you really believe in the card, then I'd probably just wait for PSA still, but. I think at higher end, the wait is the move. Like, I don't know. Like I have an SGC sub out right now. And like, I have two uh, David Ortiz 2013 top short prints in it. And those are like $200 cards raw, maybe 250. I don't know. Somewhere in that two to 250 range, depending on how it looks. But like, I just sent them SGC because the PSA is too risky at that, at that price point. But like if PSA was a hundred bucks and I had one that looked amazing, I would just send the, the really, really good one to PSA. And then I just send the others to SGC just because stuff that's like under slabbed. I don't know. Does that, do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, it's like there aren't a ton of slabs for how many exist. I would just send yeah. those to SGC, see if I can get a little bit of a premium. But when stuff like, I don't know, I would have no desire to sub a prison base Zion Williamson with, uh, with SGC. Uh, has absolutely zero appeal to me. I think I would just keep it raw. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, some of those companies that started up, well, not started up, but gained popularity during the pandemic are going to be in for a run kind of, because I think they can still have a place. Um, I mean, not a place as far as I go, because I think once PSA gets down, I'm going to quit subbing with SGC. Because like you, I, I do have an SGC sub out currently, but. Yeah, it's, it was a sad day when I had to cave and do it. I held off for many yeah. months and then I realized so that I. I, I'll be yeah. waiting another year to try to get to the price point that I want to get, get them in at. So I, I just need to like move these because otherwise I just have all this money locked up. I'm in the same boat. All that stuff I have at SGC was in my PSA pile for probably three to four months and I just said you know what I'd rather just get money out of it instead of just it being so stagnant and sitting there Mm -hmm. you got any cards in mind for PSA regular I I, are you going to take advantage got anything waiting anything Um, in your pile that is looking mighty fine to go for say a hundred bucks returns three months yeah I think I've got I think I've got probably about 20 cards. Dang. 
Because I have the... I have six of the Kobe mosaics. I still have... Oh, those would be nice at that price point. Yeah, so I'm thinking I'd probably... Well, the nice thing about those is nines increase the value of the card by about like $150. Yep. So even if I get a nine, like I'm fine. I love that. Yeah, and it just makes it easier to sell too because then you don't have to answer questions about condition and everything. Um, So I think that's probably one way that I'll go. Um, I've got a couple like lower end LeBron rookies kind of. Like, do you know the one – I don't even know what product it's out of, but it's like the comic. Oh, the bazooka? Yeah. I have a really clean, a really clean one of those. I think Um, the bazooka is actually worth an okay amount of money, despite it just being a comic, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think. Yeah, again, if I remember correctly, I think I bought it for like 200. Yeah, let's see what Card Ladder has to say. I could. The comic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see the comic. Oh, it has a car on it. Yeah, he's like getting dropped off at the Cleveland Stadium or something like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, that is what's happening. Yeah, the comic like, PSA 10 is worth 500 bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. And 550, so maybe. So I probably, I pay, yeah, maybe I paid like 100 for it then because I feel like 200 would be an overpay. But uh, it's worth noting this PSA 10 peaked at $2,000 in February. Wow. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I actually love that card too. I will. I will not keep that in the PC, but I just think it's a hilarious card. Because isn't he saying something super corny too? Oh, uh, let's see here. Let's let's get this out for the listeners. So it, he packs in a car, which uh, the car is reminiscent of, uh, like Chevy Chase uh, National Lampoon's Vacation with suitcases strapped to the ceiling. And then he gets out of the car and says, I finally made it. And it's just an, a, a generic stadium <laughs> that says arena on it. Oh, this, uh, wow, this, this is what the people need, man. This yeah. Is what people need. That is a legendary LeBron card. I finally made it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> As if there was any concern of if he was going to make it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There was zero concern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I think I, Send one of those. Um, I actually have a Brady rookie too that I'll probably send. It's um, it's like a Pacific rookie. I want to say, but it's the oh, horizontal yeah. one where he's. It's a duel with like some quarterback who did not come close to panning out. Oh, I don't. I don't actually know that one. Because it it was pretty much they just did like sixth round pick with sixth round pick on the same card. Oh, so <laughs> like obviously the other guy like didn't really have a shot, but yeah, I I found that one at a garage sale for like five bucks, so I might just send it and see because it's pretty nice. So, well, that's yeah, those are good ones. So what what dollar amount do you think card needs to be to warrant this? I mean, those Kobe's are three three fifty to four fifty or five hundred maybe in that window. Yeah, depending on like the picture and the yeah, the picture matters a decent amount on this. Yeah, um, it's tough. I would say almost what matters more is the dis 
the difference between raw and a 10 yeah. because like like if i find like you know a fourth year say like like a maybe even like a 10th year like mickey mantle card that's worth like five bucks or something but it's in like insane condition like it might even be worth like five bucks but for a hundred like i'd grade it still yeah if it's in, like, in absolutely insane condition you know so i think it really like the diff the disparity between raw and then like an eight nine ten is what you'd more have to look at that's that's some pretty good advice that's kind of mirrors almost a lot of what i've been doing with buying cards recently which is you got you're, you're safe in the worst case scenario nothing too bad's going to happen to you like if you could i think the ideal world is like you're saying about with these kobe's it's kind of how i feel about that mcdavid rainbow uh it's like well if you got a nine that would be sure a ton better than raw the nine is it's a card where the nine is significantly better than raw and it increases the value by about the cost of grading. So, and then the 10 is home run, like home run potential. Like that's a big, big gain over the nine. I think that's, those are the ones you want to, you want to be at. And if you could have a card that you say, Hey, this one's got a shot at a 10, but worst case, we're looking at nine. Maybe that's what you're sending all day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And I think it's really important to buy cards at a price where it can nine and you can still make money. Raw. I think that is, the, that is the key to look for, I think. Because not every card is going to come back at 10. And honestly, if you buy like a, like say a Kobe mosaic, right? Say you buy it for 400, mm -hmm. like, or any card you buy for 400 bucks, like in it nines, if it's ultra modern, like there should still be room for you to make money if you bought it at a decent price like it should just be like a nine is kind of like a single like eh, you did all right and then obviously mm -hmm. like you said, the 10 is the home run you're gonna three times your money or whatever it is yeah but yeah i think that's really the the key is yeah you got to be okay with a nine you can't have a nine be the end of the world because that you're gonna lose money pretty quickly yeah, I think that's how a lot of people get themselves into trouble. Uh, yeah. Being picky is sometimes the safer way to go, I guess. Kind of as yeah. we move uh, move forward, I uh, are you able to incorporate, as we move towards talking about like the current, I don't know, card climate, maybe with the holidays, maybe. Uh, we'll talk a little about that. But before, uh, just as we move off the subject, talk about like grading to flip or how are you actually able i think this might be helpful for the listeners because i feel like everyone's kind of doing different things back a year ago people used to use grading to flip all the time and they just send that bulk sub to psa you kill and then you just keep doing it but right now it's a little more complicated how are you using grading right now uh to uh to flip and do you see that changing in the future as psa maybe opens regular um I think it'll for sure change for me in the future because honestly, I haven't really sent that much to PSA um, to flip. Um, yeah, I know there's definitely cards worthwhile, but I've been just trying to get better at like really flipping slabs and just like buying it a good percent, putting the work into it and just grinding it out. So I think when regular, 
comes back, I might go still do the flipping slabs thing, but definitely start thinking about grading a lot more because a hundred dollars is definitely reasonable and picking up a $400 card or a $300 card or whatever to grade at a hundred is way more reasonable than going to a card show looking for a $3,000 card. That's an insane condition to grade. Yes. Cause most $3,000 cards that are insane in, in insane condition are either graded or at PSA currently. Yeah. That's like virtually impossible. Even at a card show where you can see it in person, still very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. How are, how are you thinking about buying, buying, selling, heading into the kind of holidays here? Got Thanksgiving coming up uh, probably a week from when this podcast is going to go live. Uh, What, what are your, how do you feel about the market at this time of year? Yeah, I feel uh, pretty good. I know we were talking about this a little um, off air, but I I think we just got to, of course, you got to be careful. You don't want to end your auctions on uh, Thanksgiving. That, that might be tough. You don't want to end your auctions on, you know, Christmas Eve. And that you actually have to think about that, too, because you list it, you know, seven days in advance. So it's not like <laughs> you're necessarily thinking about that, you know. So, yeah, definitely got to work that out because, yeah, you don't want to be selling. You don't want to be creating some very cheap comps. That's No, sure. you don't not want that. You want to be buying the cheap comps. But, yeah, not. So I think, yeah. And I think uh, it just slows down. There's not really any shows in December. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'm planning on going to a single show in December, to be honest. there I just don't. There's not really that many. Everything just kind of slows down. Um, Chicago is on Saturday, <clears throat> the big spectacular. What the heck um, is that? What are you talking about? It's, it's just like a three-day show. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that before. I'm, I'm not going, but I think that's kind of like the... The last hurrah? Yeah, wrap-up for the year, kind of, as far as like good big shows go. So, yeah, things will start to slow down a little bit. I think that's kind of nice, honestly. Who knows? Uh, maybe counterintuitive take. Uh, the the slowing down of shows helps push more money on the online marketplaces, even if volume yeah. is like down on the online users, people being forced to do a higher percentage of their spending on eBay. Maybe that's, I don't know, helpful for comps. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, that definitely could be the case because it is it will be the case for me. A hundred percent. Yeah. People like, and people like you spend okay amounts. So like you get enough, uh, enough of you, uh, you know, people like you being forced to buy online, even if you're not buying as much as you used to still kind of helpful. And even the dealers like trying to stock up inventory for the new year. Once the big shows start coming out in February again, because January is usually kind of slow too, but, um, February and March, big shows better have some inventory and yeah. So time to buy, I think. Yeah. Hard, always hard to, always hard to manage to save up the funds to buy. Always seems like the funds are, uh, are not, are are somehow never around, uh, which is always uh, sad. And then you have to sell stuff, uh, which is uh, sometimes sad when the collection is, 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 has been very carefully tailored, but Alas, 
So it goes. Oh, oh wait, I realized we were supposed to have some story time for the uh, for the listeners on the subject of PSA yeah. grading. I think um, I think we might save that for next time. We'll we save, we'll save nice, the stories. Yeah, nice story for you guys next time about some PSA grading and a <laughs> confrontation that happened with me at a show. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Okay, well, we'll get excited. Get excited, guys. We'll, we'll keep that one then. We'll get that one out in episode eight then. That'll be uh, yep. coming in your uh, Thanksgiving special or sometime near Thanksgiving yeah. where you can have not only do you get to enjoy the holiday, but you'll get to enjoy the exciting story. All right. That is episode seven already, right? Yeah. Episode seven. Wow. Kind of wild. Going going yeah, actually decently fast. It's almost two months. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week.